Well, all right, all right, all right. Hello, everyone. Happy Mother's Day weekend. This is Coach Lois. I am your host for Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. And I'm super excited today for this very, very vulnerable, raw, special episode that I had not planned on, to be honest, until today. Um, I've really been in tune with my intuition. I've been in tune with listening to my heart and really just going within and discerning what is the message that people need to hear right now. I'm almost 200 episodes into my podcast and it has transformed alongside me. <laughs> and I know a lot of you have been following me um, in this past year. Uh, many of you know I'm actually getting a certification called Magnetic Mind. Um, I call myself actually a transformational sales coach because I think um, the sales career is a transformational journey. And I wanted to add more value inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise community with different topics around the subject of You're Not Broken, the name of the book that actually led me to inquire and start getting this certification called The Magnetic Mind. And so inside of this certification, um, and it started transforming me as I started studying um, the six systems and beliefs that we are really raised with in the structural society that we are in. And there, there's actually six negative belief systems. And I'm actually going to cover um, all six of them in short episodes. So today I'm kicking off and I thought it was a perfect one because it's Mother's Day weekend. Um, it was the perfect one. And so I'm going to go over quickly all six, just so you are aware of what these um, are going to be. And I'm only going to take le like less than 15 minutes, guys. So that hopefully this is something that you can chew on, um, take with you, have a have, a, have a, an opportunity um, to be able to go and uh, listen to this over and over again, even while you're in the shower. Um, so there's, there's six beliefs or identities that hold us back from serving and having amazing relationships, having amazing health, having amazing sales careers. Um, number one is not good enough. Number two, <coughs> excuse me, is not worthy. I'm not worthy. Number three, I am insignificant. Number four, I am not capable or allowed to have it. I, I put that also in the fear of rejection or fear of abandonment category. Uh, number five, I need to be perfect. Any perfectionists out there? Number six, I don't belong. In other words, I feel alone, isolated. And they all kind of actually go together, uh, to be honest with you. But today, I just wanted to have a real transparent uh, conversation with you about, again, the first one. You are not broken. You are enough. So how does that show up for me in my life and in my business? And how did it impact my relationships, impact my health? So I'm going to share my story, but I also want you to think about how does this apply to you? You might even want to take notes. And if you have the ability, if you are inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community or wherever I'm streaming this live also um, on, on uh, YouTube, you can actually comment below with questions. And at the end, I have a free gift for you, a couple of free gifts, actually. Um, and I'll put those in the show notes. If you are interested in learning more about this, you're not broken, you are enough. And I wanted to do this just in time for Mother's Day, because about a little over a year ago, I had my biggest income month. It was $40,000 in February of 2021. And I thought I'd be happy. I thought I'd be ecstatic. But guess what? I felt 
really broken. I felt really actually quite the opposite. I felt dead inside. So instead of ignoring it, instead of working over it and drinking over it, like I pretty much had become that person who was doing that, who didn't want to feel, who didn't want to look inward. I decided to go on a journey, a quest to get to the root cause inside of this, this, this deadness that I felt, this lack of joy, this inauthentic truth that I discovered myself in. Because I'm thinking if I'm making $40,000, I'm serving people at a deep level. I love my clients, by the way. Why am I not happy? I also was probably at my worst point in my marriage. Um, I felt like a really terrible mom because I was working so much. And I had a lot of shame around my drinking habit at that time. So I felt lost, dazed, confused. And a little over a year later, now I can tell you, um, with a lot of somatic therapy, a lot of breath work, um, over 24 plant medicine ceremonies with shamans and true healers, um, not just guides, but actual healers. I really drilled down to realize my brokenness. And again, we'll talk about the book, You're Not Broken, stemmed from this belief, subconscious, deep, deep, deep within that I was not enough. And I was like, where did that come from? Because I'm a really confident person, <laughs> right? And it turns out at a deep, deep level, uh, it actually goes back to what I am now calling myself having my own self-diagnosis, uh, the mother wound. That was what caused me to believe that I was not enough. So this is this is deep. And I just want to say, I am not a therapist. Um, if you have any mental health concerns, all that kind of stuff, make sure you're consulting with someone about these topics. I am a coach and I can help you to a certain level, but there's so many other things that I can't do. And what I discovered was I had a lot of shame, um, abandonment also attached to that. And um, I felt like an outcast. And because I didn't have a mom growing up, she was schizophrenic. She was in and out of my life for the first four years. I was in foster care. I was tossed about. And I really, really, that inner child, that little Lois was lost and not feeling loved, not feeling nurtured and having a lot of shame when I was probably the only person in my school that actually had that situation. My parents divorced when I was four or five and I didn't have a mom and I felt really weird. So I became ashamed of that um, and always felt like I was comparing myself to others. So along the way, I developed a good girl syndrome. I had to be perfect. I didn't want to make waves. I didn't want to get in trouble. So I followed all the rules to the letter for approval and being accepted. But along the way, I can only take you so far, right? I got straight A's. I got a almost pretty much free ride to college. I was an athlete, a student athlete. All of that seemed fine and good. But later on in adult life, when I got married and I started a family, then all of that, you are not enoughness, those triggers, the things that had never been healed or looked at for the first 35 years of my life came whoosh into me into my face. That's why I actually believe a lot of people have a midlife crisis in their 40s. I am 44. <laughs> um, but to be fair, I didn't realize it. So like for 13 years, um, my not enoughness was driving me. And it wasn't pretty. 
you know, so what that manifested for me was I worked too much. I said yes to too many people. I had to seek approval from a lot of people. So I became a chameleon. Um, I started feeling uncomfortable in even like in all women's networking groups. I was very masculine dominant. I was um, basically, I would say, borderline uh, fitness addict. Um, there's not really a quote unquote diagnosis for that, I realize. But when you look at all of the things that you can't live without, I was one of those people that was doing fitness, even if I had the flu, like I'd go for a six or 10 mile run, no matter what. So I was really, 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 really pushing do, 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 do analytical mind stuff and not nurturing myself, not taking care of myself, not really focused on self-care. And you think about Mother's Day, a lot of women talk about self-care, but a lot of times as women, we do still put ourselves last. I might have been getting massages for years. I might have been getting acupuncture for years. But really, was I really taking care of myself? No, massage and acupuncture was just another thing on my to-do list, my to-do list, not to-be list. And I know a lot of people out there, the reason I felt compelled to share this is there are a lot of people that struggle with the mother wound. I've been having some really intense conversations this week with people, clients and non-clients alike, who are triggered by Mother's Day weekend. And so one of the things that I did during my Magnetic Mind certification, and I'm going to be teaching this with my clients, so I actually did a mother wound, father wound exercise. And I'll summarize it here. It's, it's, it's like a 45-minute exercise, but in the Cliff Notes version, I basically regressed back to my little Lois. I stood before my parents, and I recognized their truth, their pain, their hurts, their wounds. And I forgave them. I sent them love. And I recognized that what I had taken on my own beliefs of not enoughness actually was borrowed from, from them. That was big. You know, there is a, a quote, um, I'm going to finish the podcast with it um, from Khalil Gibran. It's, it's um, on children. And if you know it, I mean, it's one of those things that I, uh, I oftentimes cry because it's such a powerful message. And so at the end of the day, I started unpacking that and recognizing that and embracing that and loving myself through that. And I'm not going to lie, it was hard. It was really, really hard to nurture myself. I even slept with a teddy bear for the past few months. Full disclosure, I met with a shaman and she's like, Lois, you got so much pain. You're holding on to so much mother wound energy, things that you haven't let go of and really truly love that little girl inside. And once I started doing that, I started to soften. Once I started sleeping with the teddy bear and recognizing my own inner child perfection, that I am whole, I am perfect, I am complete. I don't have to prove myself. I don't have to say yes to everything and everyone and be all things to all people and people please and be a perfectionist. And I could also not be triggered by Mother's Day, right? I could honor it and realize that every day we can learn to mother ourselves. That's a whole nother conversation. I could have a podcast just on how to nurture and mother yourself, to hold yourself, 
to know and accept and love yourself for who you are. Self-love and self-compassion is something that is so huge. So now what do I open myself up for? I, I open up now. I feel like I can, I can shine my light more. I can have more compassion and empathy and love for others. My marriage has drastically, oh my gosh, amazingly transformed. We've done a 180 and we've are the best year of our marriage ever after having been through the worst. I'm now more balanced and I even joined an all women's networking group called eWomen. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm falling in love with myself again and being a better mom and embracing the wisdom of the divine feminine within. And I'm just actually feeling like I'm just getting started. So think about that this Mother's Day. Maybe if you were like me, I didn't really have a mom. I had a dad. So that's a whole nother conversation. Um, kudos to you single dads out there. I just want to send you love and gratitude. If you've lost your mom, and this is maybe your first Mother's Day without your mom, my condolences. I lost my mom just before Mother's Day two years ago. So this will be the third one. And, and I actually never really knew her. So I lost her many, many times in this lifetime. But I so better understand now the power um, that we have as women and, and, and men, because we all have feminine and masculine energy of how you can love and nurture yourself. That's a huge, huge thing. And for those of you who um, maybe have, you are a mom, but you, you lost a child and, and there's, there's a lot of different layers to Mother's Day that can be really triggering. I just wanna remind you, you are enough. You are beautiful, you're whole, you're perfect, you're complete, just as you are. If any of this resonated with you, comment below with questions. If any of this resonated with you, please hit the share button and share this with someone you know who might be really struggling with the mother wound, who might complain about how terrible their relationship was with their mother. And, and there's a lot of layers to that, a lot of layers. And if they're struggling, they can go ahead and book a call with me. They can go to www.bookacallwithlois.com. And I, I love this little exercise. Um, uh, before I read the quote, there's an exercise, like if you're ever triggered by this Mother's Day weekend or anything that has to do with the mother relationship, always take a, take a breath and just kind of stop and sit. <sighs> and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? And what do I need? What am I feeling right now? And what do I need? And one of my favorite people that I discovered as a result of this journey of healing the mother wound and knowing that I am enough, I'm more than enough, um, Tara Brock. She's an amazing Buddhist philosopher and teacher. And she taught me in moments of where you're feeling sadness, grief, lack, not enoughness. Put your hand on your heart. Put your hand on your heart, your left or your right. I have a, a heart on my shirt here just for you guys today, sending you lots of love and ask yourself that question. What am I feeling right now? And what do I need? That's the beginning of self-love, self-compassion and mothering yourself and knowing that you are enough. So I do have a class coming up. If you're on my email list, you'll be hearing about it. It's going to be May 26th. Um, I hope you can attend that. I'll put that class. You can register for that in the show notes as well. But here's a quote from Khalil Gibran. He's the author of The Prophet. And 
Uh, it's amazing. Think about this, how it applies to you, how it might apply to your children if you are a parent. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They came through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you, for life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth, like a bow and arrow. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might, that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness, for even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. And I will also put that poem in the show notes as well. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. This was definitely a more um, serious and impactful message uh, there's a lot more I could go into, but I want to keep these to roughly 15 to 16 minutes. So we're, we're just over. Um, but here's to your best health, your best wealth, your best wisdom, your best Mother's Day ever, no matter how you're observing, no matter how you're feeling, no matter how you may or may not be celebrating. Um, thanks for tuning in. And this has been Lois Kofi signing off for Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Bye-bye for now.